What is going on, everybody? We are back at it again here for another episode of the NFT Beat. I am Stash. I'm joined, as always, by my good co-host, Mr. J. Chains. What is going on, J. Chains? Oh, man. You know, another day, another dollar, another day in Web3, man. Uh, Enjoying every minute of it, though. How are you? How was your week? Yeah. Good. You know, hanging out, doing it. uh, Celebrated the Lunar New Year on Sunday with the fam. That was good. I don't know if you guys celebrate the Lunar New Year or not, but uh, it is fun. It's you get a lot of uh, a lot of that out in LA, right? Out in Southern California. Yeah, 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 for sure. Of course, yeah. That's that's. I mean, that's really why I think we do it. You know, like every year we kind of do a little something. And uh, you know, I, I, hey, look, another excuse for me to to celebrate an amazing holiday. Why not? And the Lunar yeah. New Year is arguably the best New Year. It's the better of the New Years, I would say. Tell me, tell you me know? a little bit about that if you can. Uh, so it, you know, when you talk about an actual you know New Year calculated based upon something. The lunar calendar, lunar cycle, mm. I think is a little more accurate. Okay. And 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 dude, the lunar New Year, they they do it up, man. People celebrate like we 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 get one night and it's like a shit show, right, for the New Year, and and, and that that's it. But like they celebrate Lunar New Year for like two weeks, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's my kind that's, of holiday. That there we go, there we go. I'm on board. All right, next year I'm celebrating. Let's go. There you go, there you go. Let's do it, man. Um, anyway, so thank you guys so much for being here yet again. This is the NFT Beat. This is the number one NFT news show getting you all of your NFT news in one little chunk here. 30 minutes, you're hanging out with us. We want to hear from you guys. We got a bunch of stuff going on today, a bunch of art things we're going to talk about. We're going to we're going to show you guys how to get a free NFT from Limit Break, the Digi uh, Dijaku uh, whole you know ecosystem. It's going to be limited. The, yeah, super limited during the Super Bowl. We're also going to talk about, uh, you know, Fractal and their big news with Polygon and, uh, you know, OpenSea sales are rising. We got a couple other things going on too, right, Jay Chains? We do. And then uh, obviously uh, it is sad, but we'll get into it. Uh, the story of the uh, the Porsche NFT collection, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe the marketing strategy didn't, didn't quite hit, but we'll get into that. And then uh, I think what else would he have? Uh, NFT court orders, man. This is something that when I read the article, I was kind of blown away that it's a could be a thing. You know what I'm saying? That'll be that'll yeah. be interesting to talk about. It is a, it is a thing, and, and uh, we're going to talk all about that too because that that is a little crazy. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and and also, you know, you re- and your hands are tied at that point too, which is exactly yeah. And we're I mean we're so we're gonna also going to talk about Doodles too because they got a big oh, yeah. acquisition that uh, happened with them too. So all right, but let's jump into it today. We're going to look at a little bit of, of the market sentiment to get kicked off, like we mm-hmm. always do. So let's go take a look at what the markets have been doing. Uh, and like a little over, just a quick snapshot, quick snapshot. Let's go. I know, uh, I know you said things were, you know, uh, on one of the stories we're going to talk about, you know, sales on OpenSea, uh, really kind of kicking up uh, over the last little bit. But, uh, you know, the, one of the metrics that we like to look at here, uh, you know, is when we head over to nftgo.io up at the top, you got the barometer, uh, you can right. click on that. Right. And it'll tell you the market sentiment. And remember, it's just kind of like, it's not science, but it's a nice little gauge, uh, you know, based yeah. on some metrics of, you know, where we people are. And so we're at 25. Uh, it was at 24 earlier today, uh, but we were at like 32 or 33 last week. So, you know, that's it's that sentiment's cooled off a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we've kind of seen, you know, uh, if you look at like the ETH charts and stuff, it's kind of like, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting on a cliff. Like we've kind of like leveled off for the last couple of days. So really determining where we're going to go from here is a, is a the next question, I think. No, definitely. And, you know, I think that this kind of parallels what we're seeing in the overall markets right now. And NFTs were just a little, I think they were just a little, a shade behind, you know, we, we saw like a little bit of pump coming into it and, uh, you know, a little pump in the markets coming in, into things. 
And then, you know, NFTs kind of, you know, okay, they're going to cool off a little bit after we start maybe seeing some of these things cool off too. Right. Uh, but the, the parallels, I think, are still there. I think that there's still a lot of parallel. When we see money flowing from one side to the other, you know, we definitely are seeing people who maybe have uh, taken a little bit of profits here off of some of these, you know, 15 to 20% gains we've seen over the last couple of weeks mm -hmm. uh, from, you know, things they bought uh, late last year. And putting them into NFTs that they think are going or are going to you know be uh, still going to hold their value in a in a bull market, right? Yeah. Uh, so I think we we definitely see that cycle. A lot of this you know, we we used to call it the alt cycle, and now we and now I think it's the NFT cycle, yeah. right? Things flow from from crypto coins from you know, fungible tokens into non fungible tokens, and then back out into fungible tokens, and, and like we rinse and repeat. Yeah, I mean, there's some people say that, you know, the whole point of NFTs right now is really to stack as much ETH as you can. And, you know, some people get more out of the industry and the ecosystem than others. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have to you have to wonder, like, is this the time to be going in? You know, you've got some people calling, uh, you know, price action to go way down over the next couple months. Um, with that being said, you know, like take a look at some of the collections that, you know, some of us look at now. I mean, like I have a mutant. They were up to 20. They're down to like 14 something. Um, Degen tunes. I'm looking to hop into Degen tunes. I think they're down to like 0.66 today, something like that. So like, and they were well over in ETH, you know, before you know when when the action was a little bit better. So this is a great opportunity um, to get in at, to some of the collections that you want to, you know, if you're, if you're looking that you know sometimes you might have been priced out, you might have a, an opportunity to get in now. That's true. I, I think there's going to be a better opportunity. I think oh, that yeah. we're. I, I, I think late, later this year. Uh, I, I'm not going to say like a specific date, but I, I I do feel like we're seeing a little bit of a bear market rally here. I think a lot of people are going to get faked out by this, thinking that this is the the bulls are back. They're not yeah. back, dude. The economy yeah. is in a complete shit show right now. I don't know if you guys agree. I want to hear I in agree. chat if you do or not. But I, I I think that things are are is a temporary relief, and when I say temporary, it may last a couple of months. But, you know, when, when you can easily just change CPI and how that's calculated and all these other things and like, oh, just kidding, guys. You know, no, we were never headed towards a recession. No, look here. Numbers. No. We look numbers. great. We it's look science. Great. All of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. Everything looks great. Yeah. All the recession is gone. Well, we did change the post where we and how we measure things. But, you know, that doesn't that, you know, don't look at the man behind the curtain. Right. No, and so, so I agree with you. I, I think there are, you know, better opportunities ahead for some of these projects that for, you know, as an investor for people to get in 100%. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I agree with you back. All right, let's jump into our first, uh, we're all going to get crushed. Well, we all get crushed this spring. Yeah, Captain Jack's window cleaning. I, it, it, may, it, it may very well be spring, you know, spring cleaning. Everyone's cleaning things out, man. And, and, and we may see a, a little reversal here, you know, around April. I, I, I could definitely see that. Manipulated CPI. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. Let's go take a look at our first uh, story here because this is a uh, you know, okay. When it comes to like botched NFT releases, you know, we've seen our fair share, right? Chains. And we've seen our yeah. fair share here. And I will say that you know, over the course of the last year, I think a lot of brands have been very cautious about how they release things. But that is not the case today when we talk about this this uh, you know latest Porsche in NFT collection that has just dropped here over. Uh, this is like just uh, two days ago, right? And um, complete failure, complete yeah. failure to really to really like latch in there. I mean, right? Uh, what else can you call this? It's uh, definitely, I, I don't know. I think, you know, the, the complete failure is probably a good place to start. Um, you know, it's a Web2 a web company, a, a luxury Web2 company, maybe didn't do enough uh, branding in, in this ecosystem or marketing in this ecosystem to, to get the attention that they needed. I mean, again, it was a, a failure of a mint. 
Uh, if you look over at um, secondary, I mean, it's not doing terrible. I think it's got like, you know, a little over 400 ETH in, in total volume in just a couple days. Uh, there's, I don't know how many items are supposed to be in the collection. For some reason, I don't know that number. 7,500. Okay, so there's only 1,853 minted then because that's all that there is on yes. OpenSea. So like, I mean, that's just a disaster. Like, what do you do? Like, do you recover? Do you do you burn the rest of them and say, well, we tried? Yeah, yeah, but just burn those bad boys to the ground. Like, sorry, guys. You know, th these are strategies that you have to have, at, at, you know, as a brand coming into NFTs. You know, did they, they honestly maybe just never thought like, well, what happens if we don't sell them? What do we do then? Like, maybe they just don't care. Maybe it doesn't mean much to them. But, uh, you know, this this to me looks like a lazy approach. And it also looks like to me in particular an approach that uh, people were taking or, or a company that's taking that doesn't understand Web3 and then didn't really bring somebody in from the Web3 ecosystem to try and help them with this drop. They could have done this in a much cooler fashion. They could have done so much with this. And what they end up, what you end up getting with this NFT is just kind of lame. I mean, you just don't really give much value. They could have, they could have made it gamified. They could have made it interesting. They could have, you know, made it to where like maybe even one person wins a, a Porsche, like a 911. Like, there's so many things they could have done to help market this and to bring, you know, an you know actual value to the, to their project. But it, it rings hollow to me. How does it? How does it feel to you overall? The sentiment here. I think that you know we all feel the same. If you're if you're an investor in this industry, if you're someone who participates in the street, you know, as a as a builder as well, not just a community member. I mean, it's frustrating because you know we see people coming in all the time, and now you could maybe label this maybe a money grab. I mean, who knows? Because what was the planned utility? But you know, I think we all share the same sentiment of BC Smith here um, in the article stash. I think you could probably scroll down a little bit. Uh, but Porsche, you know, they have how to mint your Porsche 911 instruction in here. And uh, and BC says, can I get some help? I minted a Porsche NFT. But when I checked my wallet instead, I found a 2001 Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> like, <laughs> it may have only been worse if it was like a, a, a Geo Metro. Oh, I had a Geo Prism. Did you? Okay. <laughs> He's like, bro, don't hate on the Geos. Don't hate on the Geos. Don't hate on the Geos, man. Uh, yeah, no, we. Uh, I think we all of us feel the same way that uh, that you know, if you're again part of this ecosystem or industry in, in any facet, you know, it was a disaster. And uh, and I agree that you know all you had to do was consult with somebody that that is in here and would tell you probably the, a better way to do it than just surprise or not. It wasn't a surprise mint or anything, but like this is what you got. So just some terrible Porsche pictures. Yeah, exactly. There was no lead up. There was no real thought or creativity put behind it. And, you know, right now, the floor price, I mean, as far as we know, it like is I mean, maybe not this exact second, but the floor price on OpenSea was less than the mint price. Yeah, yeah it is, and this it's is still an, a little under. Yeah. It's still a little under. So if you if you want, if you truly want one of these horrible NFTs, go and buy them on the secondary market. Do not go mint one uh, because, you know, you'll help somebody out else that ended up with with a uh, with a Chevy Cavalier. Take it off their hands. Uh, if you truly want one of these uh, NFTs, what do you guys think about this? Do you guys think Porsche could have done a better job and how could they have done a better job here? I really do think they could have made this more gamified. They could have had a bigger lead up to this, you know, not a lot of promotion for it. You know, we, when they, they did an announce, I think it was like maybe in November or December last year, uh, they announced that this was happening uh, Yeah, in December at Miami Art Week. But there really wasn't much else leading up to this, you know, uh, it's it just yeah. it's just a poor thought out strategy. And there was no longevity here, you know, and, and the, the price, I mean, 0.911 ETH. I get why they went with the 0.911, but give us something to, to, to actually, you know, be worthy of that price. Ugh. You know, it, it was something that, you know, you would think about is, hey, you know, how could we get someone in maybe some kind of an equivalent uh, community, maybe floor price of the NFT, go with that to say like, yeah. 
All right, we'll go with the sandbox. So it's about an ETH for a plot of land in the sandbox. So you think the entry point's the same. So there's going to be people of equal opportunity there. Do a big partnership with the sandbox. And then so now you yeah. can use part of their community. Something. To, something. Just something like that. Something. Now, that would that would be great. Yeah, like, you know, a competition. And everyone's or, you know building some Porsches out. And like, there's so many things that you could have done that they just didn't explore. And this seemed just like a, a, a kind of a, a poor cash grab. You know, by by a high end brand that that really just flubbed. You know, really just flubbed in my <laughs> flubbed, flubbed. Job, I like Porsche. that word. <laughs> yeah, the Porsche flub. Uh, what's um, next? A- a- Agent Spy Piece says Porsches are ugly. <laughs> he, he prefers a Range Rover. I feel you. I'm not. A, I'm not a Porsche fan. Are you? Are you a Porsche? I mean, just in general, the cars. You like Porsches? Is is that your thing? Uh, no, I think you know. Just for nostalgic sake, I think the 911 Turbo is like a classic one that you it would is. want to drive. But but yeah. no, I'm not a Porsche guy. In, in, in like the the 80s and like late night and like early 90s man whoo I, I i will say probably at that time if, yeah. if you had hit uh you know early 90s stash the one that the one that david duchovny drives around in in uh in the show uh, what was he in uh where he was the failed a- the writer guy oh man um anyway it was a good show yeah i know exactly californication yes yes yeah. that one that black one yeah yeah hot hot classic all right uh moving on now when we talk about doing mints right here's one that i think is actually pretty interesting now i i you know i will say originally i was like this is this is not the best use of money and i still am questionable on on the usage of the money for this but uh maybe you can break this down for us j chains and exactly what's going on here with limit break and the digi dijaku whole ecosystem and their their super bowl thing yeah so absolutely so you know they obviously decided that it would be a good use of exposure right to have a super bowl commercial where i think on on a general sense the uh the stage that you that you are on when you put up that commercial is very large and so uh mm-hmm. whether or not it's the right stage for that community i don't know this is the waifu one right like yeah Okay. Yep. And so, you know, we, I remember we were on a, I was on around the metaverse a few months ago and we talked about this when it first came out yeah. and you know, it's, it, it's relevant now because the Super Bowl's coming up. It's in like two yes. weeks. Yep. And so, you know, obviously they're going to start, you're going to start to see more advertising about this because they want to get the, the buzz out. I think honestly, like it's a, it, at this point, like any kind of marketing is good. Think about like what happened in the early days of crypto, right? When, when companies would take in funds for an ICO, they spent zero dollars on marketing zero and you know you would see like oh now like the the ceo or the founders are on their yachts and they got their lambos but there's no marketing going on where now you're seeing nft projects are are they're actually spending marketing budgets and so is this a good use of marketing money i don't know are they going to bring a lot of attention to their ecosystem 100 uh if you look at OpenSea right now the floor on the uh, the genesis collection for limit break digi daiku whatever it's almost 11 point almost yeah. 12 ETH. i mean that's yeah. that's not chump change man no, and, and it, you know, I will say that this collection already had a pretty good floor price. I don't know if this Super Bowl ad, you know, kind of factors in here, but essentially, you know, they raised, you know, uh, uh, Gabriel, uh, who is the CEO of Limit Break, or Gabe, uh, you know, we'll say uh, he raised two hundred million dollars for his game to do, and and so they've been putting out NFT collections, kind of precursoring to this. A lot of it for free, like the majority of it, they're doing all free stuff. So it's not like you know they're they're charging a lot of money, and that's why the floor is here. But there's a lot of speculation around this project for sure. And they spent six point five million dollars on a Super Bowl ad, and the whole idea behind this is that on the Super Bowl ad, they are going to have a QR code that the fastest fingers are going to be able to scan and then be able to mint 
an NFT for their new dragon collection, right? So it's going to be a, a, a part of the Digi Dijaku collection, and it'll be a dragon that you get. But it's a it's going to be a small collection, so it, it's going to be a, a, you know a, a very hot contested mint. But what you know, one of the things I they actually said here, which I thought was interesting. Because I, lo I love that angle. I just, you know, is it, you know, if, I guess if you have $200 million, 6.5 million, you know, is not that bad of use. Now, but how many people are, how many new people are really going to get in the ecosystem? I think what this is going to be is it's going to be a lot of the existing people in NFTs clamoring for this thing. I don't know that we're going to see a lot of actual adoption from people outside of NFTs or people outside of this, you know, ecosystem itself already. Because I, you know, I, I'm also, I'm going to try and mint one for sure. Like, why not? But, you know, it, it is going to be one of those limited things. So when it goes live, boom, you're going to scan it and you're going to try and get one of these dragon NFTs. Um, but one of the things I like that he said here uh, in the article, and he's I'm pretty excited about it. Nobody has done Web3 this way on television before. The point is to get a digital asset and they're going to be extremely rare and hopefully a collectible as a result. Uh, mm -hmm. And he says, uh, why wouldn't uh, okay, like, we want Limit Break to be one of the pioneers? And uh, the the thing that I think he that was really interesting about this and that I liked, and I, I can't, I don't see the quote here, but um, is what about the marketing part, right? Well, yeah, about the marketing, how you know this is it, it's you know the way they're doing this mint is a worldwide event for doing a mint in a way that no one's ever done it, and that actually is pretty brilliant. The Coinbase ad that we saw in the Super Bowl last year, I believe it was last year, where they had just a QR floating around. Mm -hmm. And if you, you sign up for Coinbase as a new person, you got some Bitcoin. That was actually pretty cool. It was very novel. People were like, what the hell's going on? And, and they didn't, there was no branding or anything on it. It was just a QR. People were like, oh, quick scan it, see what's up. Now, you know, I think we'll have a lot of that here with this. But, you know, are people going to be excited about it once they scan? And they see, oh, like, oh, I don't even know. Who, who cares with this? You know, I don't know if it's going to bring new people in or not. I do love this as a, as a kind of fun game for people already in NFTs. You know, hey, we're, we're going to be doing this as a global event that we're doing. No one's ever done it quite like this. And I agree. And, and it's free. And that, and that, and that, I love that strategy versus like what we're seeing with the Yuga strategy, where, where their strategy is all about maximizing profit. And this is all about maximizing fun and engagement and, you know, doing things in a little bit of a different way. So what, yeah. what's, your, what's your kind of take on that, man? I, I mean, I think it's a really successful um, thing that they're going to do to reward their current community. I think it's going to bring more exposure to their ecosystem. Yeah, it will. And, think, it will. and, and at that point, you're going to skim off the top the people that are interested in that. And that's great. And I think it, like you said, it is it is kind of like that way to almost publicly reward uh, your your loyal community because they're going to be ready for it. They're going to know what to do and they're going to oh, yeah. anticipate that. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, like you said, some guy who's just going to scan and be like, okay, now what? Yeah, he doesn't get it. They don't get it. They don't really understand exactly why or what's going on or whatnot. So, like I said, I, I, the strategy I like, I like the idea of uh, thinking about this being a global event that no one's ever done before in this kind of way. The Absolutely. price tag may be a little steep, but if you got the money and you can do it, the marketing, I think it's, uh, I, th I think that, you know, it, 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 I think that it's cool. But like I said, I, I think if the idea is to try and bring in tons of people outside of the ecosystem, I don't think it's going to work. So will, will it will it be, you know, will the six point five million dollar price tag, will it be worth it in the end? I don't know. I actually don't know. But I do love how fucking cool it is, man. That I do love. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you if, if you look at the uh, if you look at the chart over on um, OpenSea about that, you know, I think right when the, the announcement was made, it went from like six to 12 ETH. So, uh, you know, I think it probably did make them their money back almost instantly. Yeah, I mean, well, make their money back. I mean, you know, in six the secondary to 12 sales. 
Right, right. I mean, like if they're if they're getting the you know uh, enough from that, I mean for sure, right? So you know you, you look at like uh you know the activity, and I mean yeah, I, I, maybe there was a little bit of a bump, you know, maybe there's a little bit ten, of a bump. Here you here. go, ten percent creator earnings on nine thousand seven hundred and thirty ETH. So there you go. So that oh ten percent is pretty significant. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 10%. So nine hundred and thirty nine hundred and seventy three ETH at you know who knows at what at what price or where they cashed out or how they managed their money, but that's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, let's move on to our our next subject here and talk a little bit about. Um, we're going to talk a little about uh, NFTs being used as, <laughs> as as a way to serve people in court. Uh, this is pretty crazy, man. But it, it, it's also kind of genius. I, 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 what, I mean, so when you look at this, basically we have, um, you know, this crypto ecosystem where a lot of people are anonymous mm -hmm. and then, but so, you do something, maybe you stole someone's wallet or you hacked them or you scammed them or whatever. Then how do you take that person to court if, if there is no identity behind them? You can't serve them papers. You know, you don't know who they are. You can't find out who, who owns the wallet. Well, you just send them an NFT from you, from the, from the judge that says, Hey, you're screwed. You got to show up in court or, or here's the order or here's the summons. And if you don't, you know, honor this, then uh, I don't know if they really have a big recourse, but at least it's been served. Yeah. Hey, we, like we all know that there are going to be safeguards coming into place. We know that there's going to be regulations coming into place. There are going to be all these things coming down the pipelines. So just get ready for it. I think this, yeah. this is actually a really good thing. It protects the user. It's most of the time scammers and people that are stealing crypto and NFTs from other people. They're the, they're the bad people. And if you get a summons to go to court, it's because you've done something wrong. And so I think that we could, if the more that we find ways to safeguard the just the actual users of this ecosystem and, and NFTs and all that, I think it's great. We've also been saying now for how long stash that and, and you you're the grandfather of NFTs. But, you know, as far as like, you know, content creators and educators and what we're saying in the space is that, you know, this PFP aspect of what NFTs are, this is just the beta test. This is our first example of can you create, can you um, manage your own, all that kind of stuff, right? And so the 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 use case for NFTs moving down down the road is so great. It's sky's the limit kind of stuff, right? And so when you when you think about now, you can protect people with, okay, we see that you stole this NFT, your mm. your account's frozen, and you've got a summons that showed up in there. It's does it suck? For some people it sucks, but if you're up to bad stuff, that's why. Yeah. I mean, I I think this is brilliant and it's a really great use case of like, well, what else can you do with NFTs? Because a lot of people look at it very surface level. Oh, great, million dollar monkey JPEGs. Okay, now they're getting into gaming, but we hate it and it's a scam. But when you actually see, you know, use cases like this, it shows you that it can be effective, you know, and it can be used for other things because it, you know, NFT just represents something that is unique. And a summons to go to court is a unique thing. And as we saw here in November of last year in Florida, uh, a, a judge says, yes, you can serve the, the defendant with uh, this, this using an NFT. They, they felt it was a reasonably calculated way to give notice given the situation of the, the, you know, the court case. And this, this, this person who was a plaintiff, um, you know, they say that the person stole almost a million dollars from them Crazy. right a million dollars worth of cryptocurrency so uh you know I, I would try anything i could yeah you know I, i've tried this before someone on on wax took my my username crypto stash and i sent them an nft saying hey please sell me this name and like it's a dead account like no one's ever used it for anything or nothing like that and they talk about like that that's an issue like hey well 
Well, the wallet may not be used by the defendant. Therefore, the summons notification may not come to the defendant's attention, right? So it could be a burner wallet. It could be something they just, you know, used, took, and then it's gone. They don't, they don't use it anymore. So there are some loopholes here, but it does show a use case. And I think that we'll start to see this used more and more, right? More and more, I think people will start to, to use crypto and NFTs as a way to do things that are, are maybe not easily done here in this ecosystem. So, yeah, and, and you got to think much like you know uh, in the justice system, uh, if you have to locate somebody or find an address, you hire an, a private investigator or someone, right? right? So at that yeah. point, like yeah. if it goes to a dead end and there's no response or, or no activity, you just go down the you know the blockchain and you kind of figure out maybe who's responsible for well, it. Well, yeah, so, exactly. What can we do now? Yeah, how, how do we go about this now? Gen X Crypto on YouTube had said, I'm waiting for NFTs to be used for proof of actual will, will and testament. I think that's like the next step. I mean, literally, we could all do that ourselves. You could take a video and say, hi, my name is Justin Costardo. This is, these are my wishes if I die. Just dox himself. <laughs> I'm totally doxed. I <laughs> But, you know, so you say that and then you put that on the blockchain and then you say like, all right, uh, if if I happen to die, my NFT is my will. Yeah, no, for sure. And and, and you, it can be done now. But like having it as a service, I think, is a different thing for sure. And I, we'll get there. We'll definitely get there. There are companies already looking at doing this. Uh, you know, when does it become mainstream? When does it become headlines? That's when you really start. People start paying attention. Bull runs. Bull runs. Yep. Yep. All right, let's move on to our next topic here. And this is a pretty interesting one and a, I think a pretty good move. You know, when you talk about um, acquisitions, Doodles just acquired Emmy-nominated animation studio Golden Wolf. And they're going to use this to help springboard their collection to do more things like, you know, make, uh, you know, cool feature films, tell better stories, uh, you know, character development, all kinds of really great things. Um, what, what, do you, what do you think about this, Jay Chains? I mean, that's, that's obviously a really big move. Um, and, you know, I got a chance to kind of look through some of the community posts and forums and all about that. And it seems like the Doodles community is like way on board with it. Um, you know, yeah. if you go and if you look at, you know, what Golden Wolf does, I mean, that's like Rick and Morty stuff. And there's look what else they got on their website. It's obviously they got the Doodles on there now. Bento Box. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, uh, something about the Minions, uh, Supercell, yeah. Train Line. They, so there's I a mean, lot of. They've go done ahead. some good work, essentially. Yeah. And so people are really excited about it. And so, you know, anytime that you start to, you know, collaborate and you bring these kind of partnerships and excitement to the industry, that's, I mean, that's how you start to bring more people in. Like, yeah, like Porsche, like everybody knows about Porsche, but they didn't bring anybody new into the space. Yeah. These are the kind of partnerships that do. Right. And, and I totally agree, you know, and one of the things, like I said, I'll, I'll make another comparison again between like major, you know, blue chip NFT brands. I love the the format and the way Doodles is going about these things and how, how they're building their brand versus a Yuga. Like I said, you know, people praise Yuga for what they're doing a lot of times, but I feel like it's all, you know, it's all money motivated. And where Doodles is going about this and approaching this in a more of a Web2 way and, like you said, bringing in people from outside, acquiring a really great, uh, you know, like a, a studio like this to be able to do cool new things and, and, and springboard from there. And Yuga's done some of that as well. But I feel like it's 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 always with the idea of like, well, what can we do to extract more value from our our our, our you know ecosystem? Even though people think it is actually giving value, They're like, oh well, no, that Yuga gives everyone all these value. Well, yeah, because they built it up as one of the largest collections, like right. and, and, you know, similar to Doodle, but they don't they don't go about you know kind of extracting value from their their uh, you know ecosystem as uh, in the same way, right? And so th this to me feels like Doodles is on the right track to really have some great longevity here. Uh, not to say that Yuga is not, I mean, I think they're doing a lot of things right, but it, it's just crazy to see the different, you know, paths that they're taking 
and how they can be successful on on each one of these paths, even though they're so incredibly different. Yeah, and you got to think like you know as part of what they're doing. So they bring this guy on, who's the CEO of this this Golden Wolf company, right? Yeah. But they bring him on as the chief content officer for yep. Doodles, and like the stuff that he's got in his background, uh, like Nike, Meta, Gatorade, Disney, Adidas, uh, again, Adult Swim. That you know, like it's like the the amount of major opportunity that's going to come to this uh, ecosystem from this guy alone, massive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like Yuga hasn't really made those big plays like that. You know, they haven't no, taken no. those millions. They were the unicorn. Of... That's why. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They, they, it's it's like one of those things where we're, we're a product too big to fail. So so we don't need to. You know, like whatever we do, people are just going to gobble up. And people essentially do. And people essentially do. But I I I love I, 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 I sold my sewer pass for one point four five, and now they're like over two. <laughs> well, you should have let me play first. You should have let me play first. I, I haven't had a chance to see. Once it's one of those things. I, I, you know, me as a, a gamer, I can't even play. They don't work with anybody outside of their system. Like if I approach them and say, "Hey, man, you know, I'm one of the premier, you know, NFT gamers out there. I would love to be able to play this, but I don't have an asset. Is there some way that you guys can let me have one or use one? Or you know, I just, I mean, I, I didn't try that, but I'm assuming that that's not something that they would necessarily do. I don't you know, know. they figured out. We never know. We never know. All right, so talking a little bit about uh, some of the last things that we have going on here and, uh, you know, a, a pretty big announcement and one that I've, I'm actually pretty bullish on is, um, you know, Fractal, which was one of the, you know, dominant marketplaces, NFT marketplaces on the Solana platform. They have now expanded over to Polygon. And, you know, whereas they weren't the biggest on Solana, that was that went to Magic Eden, of course. They were very focused on gaming, which I loved. And they, they gave tools and they created their platform in a way that was very focused on games and gamers themselves. And I thought that was really brilliant because we haven't seen any marketplace really focus their attention that direction yet and say, that's mm -hmm. what we're doing. And this is how we build it from the ground up. And, you know, as you guys may or may not know, Fractal was actually created by Justin Kahn, who was the co-founder of Twitch. Right when it was Justin TV <laughs> back in the day, <laughs> if you guys remember how that that was quite a long time ago, but um, you know he is the the creator uh, you know of of uh, Fractal here, and so now they they've expanded you know whereas they they had already expanded to doing Ethereum stuff like that, they are now officially you know doing Polygon, and they've launched here with a a bunch of games, yeah. So games you guys may recognize. Yeah, and it's really cool, like, you know, when you're talking about Khan, and, and one of the things I think it says in this article where he said that, you know, they really wanted to make that move to support the the development people, the people that are there actually yeah. developing, you know, as as making it being where they wanted to be, and that was on Polygon. And so, you know, I think that the move over to Polygon is great. I think in one of my opinions of picks for, you know, as we ramp up into this next cycle, uh, Polygon uh, is one of them. I think, you know, the, the amount of attention that they're getting is great. I love that it's, you know, it's like an Ethereum solution but cheaper um you know i wish that the i wouldn't get all those scammy nfts into my wallet on the polygon network but um, you know i, <laughs> I think mean it's that's a good, yeah you can't avoid move. that man yeah and and i think it's a good move you know better than like you know when i was first looking at this article i, I you know it, when i looked at it i was like oh man another one jumped off of solana but when you see why like it's just like it's not for the same reason as you know what we saw um with frank and and with what they were doing yeah, and and to be clear here, they're not. I don't. They're not leaving Solana. They're just no, they're expanding just their marketplace into Polygon, just like we've seen with what OpenSea has done, with what Magic Eden did. Right? They were very much on Solana, and then they, hey, we're 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 bridging out to Ethereum, and now they also support Polygon. And uh, you know, I think that we're going to see more and more uh, marketplaces going 
you know, expanding their EVM compatibility out, which makes sense. If, if you're, smart. you know, it's if so you're smart. on Ethereum and you're doing it and you're doing EVM, it expands to go and do all of those. But going from a Solana to an EVM compatible chain like Ethereum, Polygon, the IMXs, the Avalanches, you know, it, it, that that jump is actually a lot harder of a jump, you know? Speaking, speaking of uh, EVM, VeChain has NFTs. What's up, VFAM? <laughs> shameless plug there yeah i mean no there, there's there's a lot of great uh you know platforms cardano has nfts wax nfts have been popular for a long i mean you know popular uh they all have these budding ecosystems um that we're seeing that are popping up and all these chains that were were always like well what do we you know what do we do well we're, we're going to be the next ethereum killer well they had to add nfts because everyone saw that this was a, a must-have on your platform no matter what you were doing if you were going to be a development layer for dApps, right for applications on, on your cryptocurrency chain yep so it makes sense it makes sense so ggs uh, to fractal I, I really like what they're doing i like their style i like the you know the way that they i like the cut of their jib you know the, the way they go <laughs> The way they go about things, man, very gaming focused and a lot of friends uh, on this list, as you guys can see, you know, we, we've partnered with Champion Ascension. We've, we played the Fable. Uh, we've uh, partnered with Light Beyond on Planet Mojo. Um, you know, a bunch of uh, Phantom Galaxies on here as well. Sunflower Land. We, uh, we you know, we we're talking with Ray. So, so many great games that they're already working with and they're going to have more and more on here. So uh, we're definitely be talking about Fractal a little bit more on the channel in general because of this so um so it's good to see some people look in chat have been have used fractal which is great you know so yes. there's some great stuff on there yep last story last it that was it yeah this is it for today guys we had, uh, we had to start a little bit earlier today and end a little bit early um but i appreciate you guys all coming out once again for the nft beat your number one nft news show recapping all the biggest news giving you guys our opinions we want to hear your opinions every week too Make sure you guys tune in, uh, you know, not next week because I'm actually going to be in Miami. I'm going to be in Miami for the Gamers Choice Awards. It's the first in-person Web3 Game Awards that has ever taken place. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. So make sure you guys look for that. I will be, you know, kind of blogging and doing some lives from the event on Tuesday. So if you guys are hanging around, you're like, oh, my God, I, I, I miss Stash. I miss Jay Chains. At least you'll get one of us on yes. next Tuesday. <laughs> yes, All right, Jay Chains, unless you want to come out and hang with us. It's not too far. Down in Miami? Let me think yeah. about it. I got, a, I got a week to think about it. All right. You got a week to think about it. All right. Okay. If you, and, and we'll end this show here. Guys, uh, if you think Jay Chain should come to Miami with me for the Gamer's Choice Awards next Tuesday, put a one in chat. If you think he should just stay home like a curmudgeon and do nothing next Tuesday, put a zero in chat. And that's how we're going to end this. I want to see ones or zeros, man. Let's go, baby. NFT Let's go. Beat, we love you guys, but we are out.